All right, so Reginald and I, we met on a Facebook group for INFJs. Um, and I've been doing some, uh, it's basically, it's a, INFJ is a, a personality category from the Myers-Briggs typing system. Um, we're not, we're not going to go into, you know, what, how that all works and what the letters mean and stuff, but basically I'd done, I'd done some tests and I'd come out as INFJ. Um, and as I was digging into it, I was like, you know, a lot resonates here with me, but some stuff doesn't. And I did more and more tests. I found out about how the, you know, what, what all these different letters mean and how that relates to the kind of cognitive functions. And I found actually, you know, what I'm not an INFJ, I'm an INFP. And, you know, superficially, there's a lot of similarities. But when it actually comes down to how we perceive and process information and our feelings and everything we're actually there's actually a lot of opposites in how in how those processes actually work you know within our within our minds so I think what we I'm gonna let you take over in a sec um but I think what we're really diving into today is you know what is the what are some of the differences in our perceptions and you know what's really the value of of these tests as well um and some more juicy bits I'm sure so over to you. Um, thank you. So I guess with like the Myers-Briggs uh, test, it's a, it's a good tool to be able to use for self-reflection. And, um, and I feel like when you understand yourself more, then it also helps you understand others more as well. Um, but from what I've seen in the community of INFJs slash INFPs, um, or any of these people who are going through these, uh, you know, self discovery journeys is that they quickly realize that, oh, it's not so fixed. And like you were saying, some of these things don't relate to me as much as other things. Um, so I think it's really important to to recognize that certain life events and certain things uh, that happen in your life, even development and stuff, can start shifting these on different spectrums and stuff. Um, for example, when I was working in sales, uh, I was actually an ENFJ. And then when I was in transition from sales to now being a graphic designer i went to an enfp and then an infj so it's just interesting how there is shifts constantly happening and i guess you found that for yourself too right yeah you know actually the first the first time i came across um personality typing was some i mean this was years this was probably like five or six years ago something like that and it was the 16 personalities uh quiz or whatever you would call that and um i, I can't remember the exact type I, I know it was an introverted type but it was something a lot more let's say logical right and you know it was very much about oh i'm not nothing's about my feelings and all this kind of stuff and, you know, it really explains where I was at in my self-awareness at the time. 
now you know i think my personality has changed like aspects of my personality have changed since then other things perhaps not and you know i'm interested about to think about that in terms of the actual like you know the cognitive processes you know has has how i perceive literally changed and i'm I, I wonder yeah I think I think I think perhaps that, that is true um now what I bring that up for you know thinking about me being very cold and logical is that I think that that was where I was at in my time and that was in in myself at the time and very distant from my emotions not lacking lacking a lot of self-awareness and the ability to actually be honest with myself and go there's a lot that I actually care about, which I pretend not to. Um, and, you know, I, I think I'm making all my decisions out of reason and logic, but, um, you know, if you were to really examine that, you would find that I'm doing so much emotionally and I'm completely ruled by my emotions, um, but I just don't understand them. So I think, you know, as a starting point, the, some of the value of these tests is to, to begin to understand where we're at now so seeing that you know like we've both experienced changes over time in in various ways um based yeah. on our own awareness of ourselves and also what the environment is giving us i th i think they're a useful starting point to understand what we're working with now and you know move on from there for sure yeah Absolutely. Um, yeah, they're not as conclusive as, as you probably, as we thought, right? Because when you, and it, and this goes for like astrology too, or any of those like other forms of self-discovery, it's, uh, it's realizing that not only is it like a mirror to hold in front of you, but it's also um, a guide to help you understand what direction you might want to go in. And that can be a very useful tool uh, to be able to look at it as like, okay, I'm pretty turbulent in my decision-making. Maybe I need to, you know, be a little bit more assertive and, and, you know, and you can make those shifts. It's all behavioral uh adjustments right which is kind of interesting um but on the uh, on the on the point that you were making in terms of like your emotions you you were saying that you uh tend to internalize things and for me some sometimes i internalize things and and retract but for me i'm very emotionally extroverted and um, in the past, I found myself having to try to find boundaries for myself in terms of like how emotionally extroverted um, is a healthy amount, you know? Um, so do you just want to describe like how that plays out for you in terms of being emotionally extroverted? Like what does, what does that look like, feel like? How does you know how does how does that what what impact does that have in relationships of different sorts? Yeah, 
I mean, what's interesting is that um, when you're faced with situations that are completely out of your control and you're trying to like ring it, rein it back in and like steer this ship that seems to be going off somewhere in a different direction than, than you know, the storm has come and you're at the wheel and you're trying to go left, but the ship and the wind and everything is pulling you the other direction. And you know, that's not the right direction to go in. You know, you're all, you're along for the ride at that point, no amount of strength. And, and some people get to that point where they completely lose themselves and all like you know all control and when you get when you hold on to that uh that delusion that you can control these situations um as a, an emotionally extroverted person uh yeah you just you go into a state of rage because you feel like hard done by you feel injustice you feel you know you f you feel betrayed by everything and everyone at that point and most of it's probably uh over exaggerated in your own head you know what i mean I think but, you know, if you wanna, if you want, like you can share however much you know you want to or you feel comfortable with, because um, I mean I I always find it's easier to understand with examples. So if you wanna, like, so now we sort of talked about some stuff earlier. If that's something that you you feel comfortable sharing, then do. If you don't want it, then um, you know I can weigh in. I can weigh in on you know how that is different from my perspective. Yeah. Um... Yeah, like, I guess, like, one thing that kind of strikes me the most as a point of realizing, um, you know, how out of body I was is when my brother was, like, literally looking in my eyes and telling me that he just, like, didn't see me at all. Like I was gone. And it's crazy how um, on the flip side of that spectrum, I've had moments in my life where I've had completely these euphoric states of um, being outside of my body on a spiritual level and an, an enlightening type level. Mm. But rage can also put you into a state that's similar to that but not constructive and it's it's like there's uh you know there's there's that voice there's that five percent of what is challenging us all the time sometimes destructive sometimes constructive um and that five percent can feel really heavy like 
I made a video, a YouTube video about that. Even though it's 5%, it can feel really heavy. And that's why in that video, I was saying you, you have to find a place where you're comfortable with at least 95% of who you are, right? Because if you're comfortable and confident in at least 95% of who you are, then that allows you to be able to handle that weight of that 5% of challenge with confidence instead of losing yourself in that journey. Because when you just allow yourself to turbulent, turbulent, turbulently like go into the storm and fight it, you're going to lose that battle, right? You have to pick your battles. And I think even though the way that I've experienced those extremes, I think maybe you can relate to that, but more on a, an introverted and uh, recessive type frame, right? Yeah, so I suppose the difference between, from my understanding of, of extroverting feelings versus introverting them is, is that these, you know, you're, you're having these experiences of like being consumed by that emotion and you know I, I can relate i can relate to being consumed by my emotions but in a very in 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 the kind of the opposite direction in the inward facing way and i suppose what that i'm trying i'm trying to do you know just and this is this is the thing about expressing that you know this this is almost like illustrative right is that i'm feeling that within myself and when it comes to actually putting it out there, I'm like, yeah. it, it takes, it's like words cannot, words cannot do it any justice in a way. It's like, um, you know, I've got, I've got a, uh, this sort of beautiful oil painting inside of me of, of everything. Right. And then I try and scroll it with some like crayons, um, you know, trying to explain it. And, I suppose for me like when I when I when I express that in a in an unhealthy way it, it is me withdrawing you know rather than setting boundaries for myself and really being assertive outwards it's that I'm drawing that boundary like I I still have a strong sense of a boundary line but rather than you know saying to someone this is this is what it is you know this is um this is what it means to cross that i am actually trying to like move back from that line myself you know i'm trying like if they're if they're coming over the line i'm trying to move back so i've still got you know the safe distance but it's actually um so like what that might look like is me um you know like ceasing ceasing communication or being very cold and emotionally withdrawn um and it's funny because you know I've, I've i've had that said about me before about being you know being being a kind of a cold person and i find that weird because you know i have you know i was i was once even i was once even acute i say accused of of being what was i don't know what it was was it so like sociopath like I was I was actually asked oh do you, do you know what empathy is and I was like 
you know, I, I, I almost laughed because I was like, what, I, I, this is what I didn't understand. And I think this is part of the value of, of going into your like types and Myers-Briggs, right? Is that you can go, there's other people that are having the same thing and I've figured out more about it than you and see the unhealthy aspects and go, well, look, here's me feeling so much, but actually on the surface, looking like a poker face, right? Not revealing much. And um, you can see other people have gone through that as well and gone, okay, well, this is actually what, this is what you can work on. And this is how you can begin to express that. And, you know, for me, confrontation and self-assertion are like such alien concepts, um, <laughs> but are actually giving me the most, right now, that's giving me the most growth in over the last couple of months. That's really been, you know, wild. And, you know, we're talking about changing our personalities. I think that's, that's, you know, what you looking at what you, what are your biggest weaknesses that are holding you back, causing you problems. These are the kind of things where I think it's really useful to, these models are useful to help you understand so that you can begin to take some action. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think where our personalities meet um, is in the fact that we're both very idealistic visionaries. And for me, um, when I'm assessing conflict, I start judging the situation and trying to apply this idealistic vision to uh to the situation to try to handle that conflict based on how i'm judging this situation and and that's the thing judgment is definitely more assertive whereas like perception is a lot more okay i'm going to i'm going to sit back here and just kind of like assess things and look at it you know what i mean um but in the back of our minds we're still painting that picture that you were saying, right? Like, and when we don't have the right tools to be able to either uh, draw boundaries in, in the sand, like for me, um, in terms of like my emotional expression and setting boundaries there, um, for you, that might mean... Um, trying to express that to the person that you're speaking to to say hey you know my line is like way over there like you've already crossed it <laughs> like if you're wondering why i'm like dialing myself back well that's why because that's where my line is and then for me it's like uh i've already voiced my where my line is and what i'm hoping for and my judgment of the situation and when people aren't following through with that then i have to take a step back like and take a, a page from your note and um and i and i need like i i needed to learn how to take a step back and not try to control the situation anymore and that kind of leads into um 
you know, that other point, the last point that we were kind of talking about was, was grace versus shame, you know, and, you know, when you're, when you've got this idealistic visionary picture of like how you want things to go and they're not going the way that you would hope they would go, um, you know, there's two ways you can react to that. You can either start falling into this like pit of shame and being like, oh, I failed and either get frustrated and emotionally express that or recess and hold that back. Or you can, you know, give yourself some compassion and grace and be like, okay, you've done everything that you can in this situation and the rest you have to let go of what's not in your control you have to let go of right <laughs> yeah i mean that's you know that's, I mean, that's a very you can take that as you can take that as deep you know letting go you can take that as deep as as you want and as your experience will allow you to um we when we first started talking today you know off 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 air if you like i said um you know i'm I came to you and I'm, I was in frustration. I was in real, I said, peak frustration. You know, I was there in that place of, I don't think, I'm not sure. I, I don't think shame at that point, but more like, it was more like anger at myself and, you know, internally directed anger, you know, intro, introverting that emotion. Um, and I think with this comes to expectations it's like I, I said look I, I feel like there's so much strength in me that's there right now that I am not utilizing I'm not tapping into I've got so much that I want to do and I know that I'm capable of yeah I keep stopping myself I'm in this you know sabotage cycle if you like and I guess I'm there's a lot of you know this I should I should be this I should be that I and I think I think what I've realized between then and now is that actually you know there's there's, there's some this there is resistance there if I'm if I'm checking in what's actually true and I'm honest with myself and my experience it's like there is there is I feel that there is the presence of strength there but I also feel that there is some resistance there and, you know, there's stuff to be let go of, whatever that is, whatever, you know, the, the resistance to me, even just, you know, speaking with my whole voice, you know, I don't, I don't know what it sounds like to you. I mean, I, I'm continuously judging myself, you know, my own uh, ability to express myself and the, like I can just, as I speak, you know, I can physically feel the resistance in my voice and go, that's, it feels like there's something that's physically holding me back from being in my full strength. And so it's when I go, I, you know, I should be achieving X, Y, Z, you know, I should be this person being this person is like, actually, like you're saying, have, have some compassion for myself and actually just go well you know well why aren't you right now why are you not that right now and it's because there's that takes work ultimately that takes work and it takes more work than I would like to do because it's 
it's working on fundamentally you know my my greatest weaknesses and it's it, you know there are people who have zero problem with doing these things right you know looking at the personality types you know you literally have like opposite personalities where like all of my weaknesses are somebody else or somebody else's strengths and vice versa and so yeah. it's going well actually you know be honest with who you are be honest with where you're at and accept that actually there is a lot of work to do and you know for me you know for example for me to um for me to confront people call people out um make my needs clear explicitly and not implicitly in a wishy-washy way <laughs> yeah. so fucking hard for me and i'm like why is this so difficult you know it shouldn't be but it is and so go cool accept that that's difficult let go first of the expectation that that should be easy and then you know that's one block out of the way you know that's one layer of resistance that i've just removed yeah and yeah. I actually start working on that aspect of myself yeah absolutely and you you know what at the end of the day i think what really matters when it comes to reaching people and I do believe that is your goal, ultimately, in this painting that you have, is to help people's lives change for the better um, while being on your own journey. People want to see authenticity. They don't want to see a show or an act or anything like that. And that's going to come through you know, and that's okay. There's beauty in that authenticity. There's beauty in that, that war and that battle that you're having, whether it's, you know, internal or, or whether, you know, it's me finding myself in, in periods of my life where I was like in a fucking fit of rage, you know, I still have to look back at those moments when I lost myself in rage and be like, holy shit, that's part of me. I, I have to accept that. And then I have to know even more. I have to develop my awareness for myself in terms of like, okay, what creates that rage? How do I, how did I get there to that point? Right. For, for you, it's like, okay, how how did I get to the point of um, allowing these thoughts of shame and not adding, like, not living up to what I know I could be right now at this moment? Like, I need to, yeah, you need to accept that first. And then, and then, like we were saying at the beginning off air how do we use that to our advantage and as an energy source to direct it to something that is going to as robert kiyosaki says 
the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, how do we use that to serve others to the highest of their advantage? Because that's going to take authenticity. That's going to take somebody showing their journey from like start to finish. And at the start, it's going to look kind of rough and maybe unproduced and uh, raw and, you know, and unrefined. Why does that, why do, why do I feel like that describes so much about me? Why, <laughs> why, <laughs> why does it, why does it feel like that describes so much about me? You know, like, but I think everybody can relate to that, you know, and that's kind of like my response that I, I, I gave you to your post the other day about how, and, and this is, I guess, kind of a religious um, perspective of, of how we evolve as people. But if you were to like, look at the analogy that like, God is a sculptor. Okay. And you start out as this like raw piece of rock that doesn't look that pretty, but underneath is like the sculpture of David. And, but you don't know that and you can't see that. All you feel inside there, inside that rock, is like little pieces being chipped off of you. And you're like, oh, fuck, that hurt. Like, why, why the fuck did you just like chip that off of me? Like, that was a part of me, God. And you could look at it like, like a victim and be like, oh, God is doing this to me. But in his mind's eye, he sees this picture and that's reflected in your idealistic vision of who you want to become because he lives within you. So the closer you get to that divine source, the closer you get to God, the closer you get to being able to see God's, like see what God sees, not only in yourself, but other people, then you see the beauty that's behind there. And then you see those little pieces being chipped off as like a gift. You're like, holy shit, that's actually less weight now. I feel lighter. I feel I feel lighter and I can start seeing how this is becoming a really beautiful thing. You know? Mm. And and so I think uh I I'm going to say this again. I think you're on your way. And I mean we're both on our way to better things. It's only up from here. And yeah, there's a battle that we're both facing and that battle looks kind of different for us because our personality types are not exactly the same. They're very similar, but, but that's where like, even in relationships, if you have this tool in front of you to recognize your differences from an ob objective uh, standpoint, then it, it makes it a lot more emotionally manageable to be able to like accept each other's differences and handle that conflict within the premise of knowing that you're both different. You know what I mean? And, and I think this is where like, 
a lot of these tools that we have in front of us maybe are being like people are struggling to figure out how to apply them correctly and how to use them to the best of their advantage. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot there. There's a lot there. I think that, you know, the analogy of, of, a, of, of the sculpture. You know, that hit, that hit you. Yeah, that's, I think it's really beautiful and it really does resonate with me. And I mean, you could, I suppose you can, you know, look at it in a secular way from just being like, rather than, okay, you know, God sees you and has his plan, you know, just like relate that to your experience looking back at like, say like the last 10 years of your life and all of these things that don't make, and maybe, you know, maybe you, you, you personally or whoever's listening you know doesn't have that experience yet of it kind of making sense but like for me I look back to what I was completely lost in some years ago and now I'm beginning to understand the value of me having that experience and getting to this point now and how that experience has shaped me now and that I wouldn't be moving on towards you know without sounding like I have delusions of grandeur, <laughs> which I do. Um, you know, so do I. Great, great things. Or, you know, let's, let's just say greater <laughs> things, okay? Um, but for me to move on to greater things required me to have some experience. And, you know, this is... <sighs> why, do, why do I want to take that? Um, yeah, it's like, it's kind of like living in... Like life, life is this maze and we're you know we're lost we're lost in a labyrinth um yet there is there is a knowingness of some kind that knows the path and you know knows where we're going and every now and again you know maybe we we reach a little bit in the maze where we can see perhaps where we've been you know and we can see oh how that made sense and that that mapped out um but I think for me, you know, like, I suppose wrap, wrapping it up a little bit, but like for me, the last the last few months, really, maybe the last six months, but especially in the last month or two, I've really begun to open myself to God in a way that, that I would never have dreamed of doing before. Um, and to trust that there is some kind of plan, even no plan for me, but just that I'm that I'm being guided towards something, and to trust in all of what is going on now, all of these experiences that don't make sense in an individual individually doesn't make sense why this isn't working out for me or this thing is, and but understanding how that rounds me out as a person and allows prepares me to do something in the future and just trusting in what's what's happening in my life not to hand over responsibility um for what you know it's not to go okay well i'll just be passive and, and do nothing you know <laughs> it, it require in fact it actually requires more work because you know i'm feeling what my intuition is telling me is 
almost always going against what my ego wants um you know it's it's call it's calling me to the greatest growth you could say opportunities um but also like to solve the biggest problems in my life as well um confronting you know that's <laughs> that thing that i don't like doing confronting uh myself and other people and life in general um, yeah so yeah that like i said that that sculptor analogy um is is, is hitting me uh in a very deep place that's good that's good i i'm glad that i could bring that to the table for you and uh on on the topic of paths, I, I guess the way that I've always looked at our journeys is um, if you were to look at like the the idealistic mirror of this divine like entity and source that is like giving you this vision, that perfection look at that as like a straight and narrow path and that's biblical the the righteous path is the straight and narrow path and few if anyone will even ever walk on that and the thing is is no one will ever continuously walk on that we're constantly like weaving back and forth and our internal compass is like okay, we're getting a little bit too far over here. Okay, we need to like come back over and then you overshoot it and you're like, okay, I'm I'm there. Then And then it's like, oh, you fell, you fell over to this side. It's like almost, uh, almost like uh, a gymnast on like uh, one of those, like, what do they call it? Trapezes? Yeah. If you find yeah. a balance point, you know, actually that's my, um, my mentor <laughs> told me an analogy. He said, um, you know, like when when a plane, say a plane is flying from London to New York, how how much of that time do you think it's on course? And I was like, well, you know, probably most of the time. And he goes, you know, it's it's probably only about five percent. Five percent of the time it's on course, and the rest of the time they're just correcting the course, correcting the course. And you know, we have like you're saying, there's the there is the path um, that we that you know we feel on some level is 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 the kind of the right way to be to be living life um but we barely if ever are actually on that path but we're always just kind of bringing ourselves back onto it bit by yeah. bit, bit by bit and that's that's <laughs> that's life that's life that that is the sweat equity of trying to stay as close to that path as possible and what's interesting is when you're aware of this path as you're moving forward and taking steps forward, um, interestingly enough, you find yourself in more and more divine moments because your, your discernment is allowing you to follow this path a lot more closely. And when you start crossing over this path and you're literally at a point where you're standing on that path, sometimes it's in those moments where like divine supernatural things happen. For example, meeting you. 
well you know i'm happy i'm happy to be here as a as an aspect of the divine meeting you as an aspect of the divine <laughs> um or or to put it um you know simply namaste namaste yeah yeah dude like <sighs> namaste yeah and that's the thing like I feel what happened was your journey was coming. You're, you're, you were on your way towards the righteous path. And I was also trying to hone in on that and our paths crossed and we met at that exact time and there's a reason for it. And like discovering that reason is, is just this sweat equity of like seeing where all of this goes and seeing what kind of like influence and, and community we can build together, you know? And I think that's, uh, I think that is beyond, um, I guess one of our first meetings that we ever had over Zoom, we, t we roughly talked about, or at least I did, I brought up like the point, well, you know, at the end of the day, we got to like, put food on our tables we got to make money right like right. i brought that up i don't know if you were actually as concerned about that as as me or um, maybe you were introverting no, I, that I, thought. I would say i would <laughs> say so i you know you talked about, you talked about being um a and a dreamer and stuff and you know i've i've lived a thousand lifetimes in my imagination and i you know i I'm I'm making I'm making a lot of financial sacrifices, you could say, to to follow the path that I am. You know, if I if I just stuck working full time um, for the last couple of years, you know, I would have, you know, including going traveling <laughs> and whatever, and spending time off work, finding myself, and all this kind of stuff. You know, I would be in a much stronger financial position but i'd also be in i you know i don't know where i'd be i don't know where i'd be mentally emotionally and spiritually um i <laughs> and in a way it's like it's not even it's not even it's not even an option you know that i've chosen this i've chosen this path or this path has chosen me and um you know it's an unfortunate aspect of reality that you know we do have um you know survival needs <laughs> as well as as well as spiritual needs you know um so but then that's you know part of spirituality is people spiritual i see spirituality as everything which is kind of the cop-out definition but what i mean is that you know like some people some people say some people's shadow work is doing um you know a deep inner journey some people's shadow work is paying the bills and doing your taxes and there's probably there's the latter is probably more like part of my shadow work you know the practical the um the stuff in the real world and getting out of my little imaginative spaces where i've like you know created something beautiful and i'm satisfied with it because i've done it in my imagination and then i'm like okay well let me 
what when it actually comes to doing it in real life it's much more complicated and highlights all the uh flaws that i have you know <laughs> um in sticking to deadlines and you know then the next interesting vision comes to my mind and i, I want to pursue that you know so that's for me like that practicality so i mean what 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 was your um you know reason for bringing up that thing about putting putting food on the table what what called you to you know uh come back to that uh when i woke up this morning i i saw this clip from again uh robert kiyosaki and same guy who said the quote you know you have to find ways to serve others to the highest of their advantage. Well, in the same, in this like same guy and this quote was, or in this clip that I watched, he was saying that, um, you shouldn't strive to, to like work for a paycheck. Because there will be infinite less value to working for a paycheck than working to the highest of others' advantage. There's so much more value in that. And and then when you find your stride with that, I see I see this in a lot of really successful people, is that the the like money starts coming to them. They're not having to seek it out. You know what I mean? Because yeah, you've already yeah. you've already put your your feet forward and started doing the work already. So that's another battle that you have to like fight on this journey of entrepreneurship and coaching and and influence as a content creator and as a creator in, in general is that you have to accept that you're going to be serving people and, and uh, creating things, creating your, your form of art for a while until it actually comes back. And, um, you know, that's much like the, the nature of love. It's a verb. It's a gift. It's a, it's a it's an action right and as long as you're constantly uh, balancing out taking care of yourself while constantly plugging yourself and putting yourself out there and being brave and using your voice and accepting what your voice is for what it is at the same time growth will come naturally and yeah yeah there's bigger things to come (laughs) there's much bigger things and we both see this in our in our mind's eye i mean i'm saying i don't know i'm not quite sure what i see and then what i see changes um you know i think what you're what you're talking about there about serving you just just say that say that one more time this the, the robert kiyosaki thing serving other people's serving others 
to their highest advantage. So what I have um, come to realize is the, the importance and the, not even just the importance, but the, the fundamental nature that to have to do anything in life as a human, you know, requires other people and requires relationships and requires trust and so begin i'm beginning to see how i have really neglected people building you know people relationships and trust and how that's how that that is where everything flows from and so you know serving people to their highest advantage it's like it goes you say, you know like you're saying the money 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 flows from there and i'm seeing how i have been aiming at you know I've, I've set myself goals and that I'm treating everything not just not just people but just everything in my life with the same brush of like a means to an end of getting somewhere that I'm not and you know what we were talking about earlier about I should be this I should be that I should have this I should have that play I try and I think I've just been trying to play this this kind of shortcut game of life and and it's very hollow and very very I think hollow hollow I was going to use another word for hollow but empty you know unfulfilling and um in a way I've begun to slow down um but actually just focus much more on the you know the quality of connection which is what I've been looking for this whole time but thinking it's you know somewhere in the future and actually that's that's why you're in now and i can have it now because it only you know it only exists now anyway so exactly yeah i i you know there's a <laughs> i'm um yeah i'm making i'm making i'm making those shifts and uh, my 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 brain is my brain is failing a little bit on me here um what else i was going to say but um you know do you have any before we kind of uh you know, go on to go on to that point of uh plugging stuff you know after now we've we've done some sewing and uh preparing to to reef as well um is there any final thoughts you have before that um yeah i guess uh to anyone who's like made it this far in the podcast and listening to this discussion um i want to assertively uh challenge those who are listening to this um and stuck it out this far to um check out rob's group um check out my group we both have groups um and our content and what we're putting out rob is putting out stuff on his facebook i'm putting out stuff on kind of facebook and youtube um yeah i i want to challenge you guys to engage with this conversation and and bring uh your perspectives to the table because um the more perspective we get the more feedback we get the more we can provide you guys um more tailored discussions um related to 
the topics that are uh, that you're facing right now, as well as like um, how you related to what we are talking about. So I just want to like plug a challenge out there for everyone who's who's listened to this podcast. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. And also, you know, um, tell people a little bit about you know what you're doing and your business that you're setting up and then you know i'll jump into me as well sure yeah so um aside from like you know working on content and all of that really it's to showcase um the creative side of my myself uh which is my graphics um uh my graphic design company called love wins productions and uh, right now, um, I'm just starting to take clients in and I'm in the process of kind of restructuring my pricing and everything. Um, so the prices are going to be increasing fairly soon. Um, but right now it's, it's very affordable because, uh, the structure of my business isn't there quite yet, but I'm working on it. Um, yeah. So if you're, if you're in need of uh, designing your company from the ground up, from your logos to your banners to overlays to ad videos, um, which include um, color correction, um, editing, and uh, transitions, and like all of that type of stuff to to um, elevate your brand and your influence in, in your space. Um, yeah, reach out to me. My, uh, my, I have appointments for consultations on my link tree and, um, I'm in the process of creating like a structured proposal process. So that's my plug. <laughs> Sweet. So, I mean, what I'll do is I'll drop um your link tree in the description and i'll do you know i'll do the same with mine and um you know i suppose it's like what what am i you know talking about um sowing and reaping you know like what am i what am i doing why why do i create content and i am i suppose showcasing you know my my journey and my understanding of myself and you know how i'm help that's helping me to understand other people so i'm in the coaching sphere so if you're interested in solving some of your own problems you know i've um <laughs> I've, I've been doing a lot of work in 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 the trenches if you like and so um you know what i'm really called to do is to help people figure out this process for them too because you know i haven't done this alone i've gone through this journey um being coached being mentored myself and it's really changed the game and given me you know so many tools within myself to actually solve solve my you know i'm i'm capable of solving my own problems to a degree like so much more than than i ever have been because i've been able to i've had that personal guidance i've had that personal guidance and i've seen um it's helped me understand how i see myself and how you know what what is going on around me and 
once I've had that higher level perspective, you know, that becomes mine too. And I, you know, I'm still being mentored. And I think now I've, now I've started, you know, I feel like that's something um, that I intend to do for the rest of my life. You know, you can, you can work on like specific problems and, you know, maybe there's, maybe there's something that, you know, is a, like a discrete blockage um, in your life that you want to work through. And, you know, for sure, that's something that I can help you with. But I mean, I'd be dishonest if I wasn't saying that I want to have, create long-term relationships with people where we can grow together and you know that's that's what I want to see I want to see I want to see other people grow and I want to be where I can be you know a part of that journey so again if you like I'll leave my link tree if you want to have a chat book a call you know you can message me on Facebook or wherever this is ends up being posted you know you can message me um or just a call and we can talk about it in a bit more detail so that's my plug that's your plug um yeah any any final words namaste namaste <laughs> all right namaste, man.